Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. It's World Series Game 3 Recap. First game in Philly, and it did not go our way at all. It was actually a very frustrating game, but we're here to talk about it. Tom, what's up, buddy? How are you feeling about this? I'm here to tell you that it was a bad day, but it wasn't the last day. And as long as it's not the last day of the season, we're going to be all right. If you have faith in this team, if you if you've you know been through the struggles of 2017, you know then you know these are these don't come easy, but we'll get to it. Well, the Phillies are really good at home, and they have really good fans, and that's why I thought Game One was very important, the game that that we should have won, because I don't know if we could come over here and win three games. I don't know if we can come over here and win two out of three. But that's what we're expecting. That's what me and you predicted. And things are kind of looking up. Because they kind of got to move things around because of the rain. That w- People said there was an advantage, but there kind of was because because they adjusted their, their pitchers. But let's look at this. It was Lance McCullers and me and you. I did a fair foul. Should Javier pitch game three? And we both said no. I wanted to say yes, but you talked me into supporting our Lance McCullers Jr., hero of 2017, plenty of playoff experience. It didn't go well at all. Bottom of the first, Harper, two-run homer. And then he went over and told the guy on the bench something. So that's the that's the name of the – that's the uh, kind of the, the, the theme of the game is that he was tipping. And I saw a video where – fastball, he was lifting his leg up higher, and the other one – or the, the fastball was lower. And the off speed was higher, but they were, they were pretty much saying like, he doesn't throw fastballs. So we're just sitting on these slow pitches and he threw them down the middle and we crushed them. So the, the, the person he talked to was actually a hitter down the lineup. I think his name's bomb boom. Anyway, a young guy who ended up hitting a homer later on. Yeah. And what I also heard like post game, which was a really interesting stat that I did not know until tonight is that, Lance McCullers has thrown just, I think it's 109 pitches to left-handed hitters since coming back from his injury this season. He's thrown two fastballs out of 109 pitches. So there's enough data, whether he was tipping or not, that you knew that he didn't have any faith in his, in his fastball to lefties. Who did all the damage? The lefties. Yeah. Schwarber, Harper. I mean, it's, was, it's a Marsh. Marsh is a lefty. Marsh. Marsh all the lefties crushed it, and all of them knew 
they weren't getting a fastball so they could sit breaking ball it's that middle middle it's it's really an easy game when you kind of you know can eliminate some pitches maybe so, that's what they told each other like he's not throwing fastballs so mm-hmm. just wait for one and and it's tough because you know it, it's amazing how quick a fickle a fan base can be right going into this game I don't think anybody thought for a second that Lance McCullers was going to give up five home runs and give up seven runs in five innings. I don't think anybody saw that coming. So if you did, you're, you're just lying to yourself because Lance hasn't been that guy all season. Lance hasn't been that guy ever. This is probably the worst night of his life. And I feel terrible for him because I truly feel like, you know, he had said all the right things. This is the first uh, World Series game in three years, you know, because he was injured. It's got to be like one of those things that's been gnawing at him, dying to get back out there. And he's basically showing his hand the whole time, you know, like impossible to get your mind right after you've been rattled like that. Right. I don't think that was the intent. You know, you got, you got people that are just giving up on this guy and it's just like, look, and then people question in the start. And it's like, I understand where, where CJ is. I understand how good CJ is, but this is the guy you paid what 80 million over five years or 75 million over five years. This is a guy you paid to make these starts much like the way Verlander started game one. You know, you pay this man to make these starts. This is, this is why. And, and it's not like these guys are pitching poorly. It's not like Lance hasn't done anything in the postseason. He went six strong with seven K's and shut out the, the Mariners. You know, he wasn't great, but he was good against the Yankees in Yankee stadium. So like, for people that just act like this guy was just trash and then all of a sudden he became more trash. I think you're just, you know, you want to feel how you want to feel. That's fine. But <laughs> Lance McCullers is not a bad pitcher. He did have a very, very bad night. And I preach patience to the fan base because everything's still lined up for the Astros to get it done in six games. And, and I don't think there's an issue. You go tomorrow with CJ, you go, uh, Friday with with Justin because as much as people are like worried about Justin, like when's that man had two bad starts in a row? Just doesn't do it. You know what I mean? He's too good. So then you got Framber behind that. All right. So <laughs> Sorry, let, me t- let me tell you all the scoring. I can, <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you. You're a little pumped up about this, and most it's like, okay, take the loss. We'll be fine. I mean, it is what it is. And I got something to add about that. But if you didn't watch the game, bottom of the second, they had a homer. And Marsh had a homer. It was four to zero after two innings. Bottom of the fifth, Schwarber had a two-run homer. And Hoskins had a home run. Seven to zero. But that was the final. He allowed, he pitched four and a third, six hits, seven runs, a walk, five strikeouts, and gave up five home runs. First person to ever give up five home runs in a World Series game or maybe a postseason game, whatever it is, it was bad. So let me go to this, because you talked about McCullers, you talked about JV. So I wrote this. I wrote these down. At Seattle, six innings, no runs, two hits. At New York, five innings, eight hits, four runs, three earned. Not too bad. And tonight, you already know. And if you look at JV, all his, all his games have been at home. And all the Lance McCullers has been on the road. Seattle, four innings, 10 hits, six runs. He bounced back against New York, six innings, three hits, and one run. And then the last outing, five innings, six hits, five runs. 
So that goes with your philosophy to bad games. And also they mentioned neither one of these teams has lost two games in a row. Of course, the Astros have only lost one game, I believe. No, two now. But anyway, it was a, we knew it. We knew by watching the NLCS that this is a tough crowd to play in front of. I had to turn it down at the end when I was taking my notes because they, they were singing a song for like 20 minutes. And they're still not done. They're still singing. They're happy. They never sat down. If they did, it was during commercials. Great fan base. But here's a, an interesting stat. I don't know if you, if you caught this one. Lance McCullers faced 20 batters. Five of them got a home run. That's not good, buddy. No, I did not know that. But I mean, that, and it was like literally feast or famine because if they weren't hitting a home run, it was, it was like, it was a K or weak contact. It wasn't like Lance was just getting lit up. You know what I mean? There were, there was a handful of guys that had a great uh, process, a great plan of attack. They executed and they succeeded. I totally tipped my cap to the Phillies. Did what they had to do today. Their fan base, I forget what it is. It's like 20 years since they, you know, had a World Series. You you expect them to be that way. And and credit to them. They came out, did their job. But this is a battle-tested squad. And I feel like if you're if you're if seven zero on a on a on a Tuesday night to for game three of the World Series has you rattled. You know, you, you haven't been through some of these wars then because the Astros have been in support. They were down three zero, came back. Like I can go on and on about how many times yeah. they, you know, people have tried to put the Astros to bed after a bad game and they came back and made it right. So the pitching still lines up well. I know, I know this was an ugly loss. There's no way to get around it. There's no stats to talk about. I, I, I like that Hensley got a knock, you know, at, at the DH spot. If you want bright spots, Urquidy, three innings strong out of the pen, bright spot. You know, outside of that, it was just a stinker all the way around. But you have to be able to turn the page and you have to be able to go, okay, this is still the club that I'm planning on doing a parade down the middle of downtown in a week or whatever. You know what I mean? How do we get there? That kind of thing. So you mentioned uh, feast or famine. He only gave up seven. uh, He gave up six hits. Who, Suarez? That can't be be right. Uh, there There were only five hits in the game. They were shut out. I mean, I know they were shut out, but I mean, there was only. Five. Oh, he gave up six hits and five of them were home runs. That's what I was looking at. Oh, okay. Okay. The other Today, one, that's so. crazy. Yeah. Six hits the whole game. Five of them were home runs. That's kind of where I missed up. I, I saw seven runs and I was like, well, wait a minute. How did he only give up five hits? Then I remembered they were two run homers. No. So you already talked about it. It was nice seeing Stanek come out and shut him out to get out of that inning, to keep it at seven to zero. You already mentioned Urquidy, three strong innings, hasn't pitched yet, looked good. And I really think the the big thing, and we already touched on it, is that McCullers, if you, they don't have to worry about a pitch. Like, how can you go into a game and not throw a fastball just because they're lefties? I mean, how 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 does that happen to a, a high-dollar thing- pitcher? How does that happen? Because we – I don't know. How does that happen? How how can you not how can you take that out of your arsenal? The only thing that I can think is he has a problem locating it. And that has a lot to do with his forearm, whatever. You know what I mean? He I don't I, I'd have to go back and do the homework, but I imagine this stems from hitting some batters or something like that, you know, not being able to get inside where you want to be. You know what I mean? So that's the fear. Obviously, you leave it up, you leave it out, you leave it over. 
somebody can extend their arms, hit it out. So he's just uncomfortable throwing fastballs to left-handed hitters. Now that may be something that if they can't fix, that they may not use him again. You know what I mean? And that there's a scenario where you don't have to. Because they're heavy left-handed. Yes. Yes. And why, I don't understand. I mean, I didn't even think of this when we were trying to decide who to pitch. But you're right. Why put him back out there if he can't throw a fastball? Against to a left-handed lefties, hitter, yeah. There's no reason to have him out there. Urquidy just auditioned to pitch in his spot. But Framber said he's ready to go. It'll be – we go seven games and be all hands on deck, including myself, which will be pretty exciting. <laughs> Suarez went five innings. I think they were getting ready to take him out when they got to the, the third time through the order, but it was pretty cool of the manager to let him get a win, let him get a World Series win. He went five scoreless innings, and the bullpen, which has actually been a bright spot in the World Series, but has been a weakness all year, they didn't even throw out their good guys. Yeah. And we didn't get anything on them. But I think the players felt like we did. Like, I think that has to hurt you. You'd have to be like, well, it's pretty hard. I mean, Bregman had a beautiful at bat at the end, just – the, the guy threw like 20 pitches and he almost had a home run. And, uh, but anyway, I mean, it has to be disheartening to be down seven to zero and it's just not the same. So I think in any other sport, it's, it's a bigger deal where baseball it's, it's a series. Right. And I think that's, that's, I mean, basketball, I guess too, to an extent, but you can have a game. You can, you can take a game off this. This is a perfect example. You can take a game off. They turn around and get the game tomorrow. And then it's the best of three, and you've got your two aces lined up in two of those. You know, if you, if you look at it right, they switch they switch pitchers around, and it, what benefits us in my mind now that I've found this out about Lance McCullers and the no fastballs is that he pitched against their good pitcher, and our pitcher that hasn't allowed a run in five starts is pitching against their bullpen. No. You're, ta- you're, t- you're talking about Nola? Nola's pitching tomorrow. They already moved him up. Nola's so that's tomorrow. another advantage they had on the rain. Uh, well, it, everything everything helped them because it allowed them to align their pitching. And that was the big story is like now it changed everything. Now Syndergaard pitches game five. So their bullpen game moved down to five? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So anyway, remember on the last episode, I said, we'll see a Tuesday night and you, you said they play Monday and they rained <laughs> it out. I was, I ended up being right on accident, but anyway, Pena, Yuli, Hensley, Chaz and Maldi all got hits. Pena, Yuli, Hensley, Chaz and Maldi, not the, not the top of the order here. I mean, Pena is, but you know what I mean? The Astros had five hits, no runs. Phillies had seven hits, seven runs. And here's tidbits I want to share with you. And you're doing a very good job of stealing all my notes. I mean, you're, you you got it going on tonight. But John Smoke said this in the post game, and you said you were headed back home. Tons of people on the internet, Twitter, going crazy. Take them out. Take them out. And I'm telling you, I'm not Mr. Baseball. I'm not. I'm a fan. It says it in the description of the podcast. I'm a fan. Okay. I'm not an expert. I'm a fan. And I was like, what are you leaving them in there for? I mean, how many runs are you going to let them give up before you take them out? And then John Smoltz 
professional pitcher, Hall of Famer, he said leaving McCullers in there trumped any other option that you could have had. It was the best option. So anyone that thinks Dusty made a mistake by leaving him in there, including me, that's how I am. I'm an emotional fan. Get him out. You can't, you, you keep, get, how many home runs are you going to let him give up before you take him out? You could have put Arkady in a lot earlier, but we couldn't score. Somebody pointed that out. Even if it was one to nothing, we wouldn't have won. We couldn't score. But I think that would change the mentality of the hitters if it was one to zero. And his second one was that, and you mentioned this already, it's easier. He said it's easier for a team to get over a loss like this. It's easier to get over a seven to zero butt whooping than it is to lose in a walk-off. It's a lot easier to get over. Come back tomorrow. The the Astros have done it before. Don't worry about it. And I mean, the big thing too was like, okay, pitching for the Astros is a strength, right? That's, that's been a foregone conclusion. So if you feel that this game is already kind of in the tank and maybe dusty did, we'll, we'll never know. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay. Lance fall on the sword, throw these pitches, stay out there a little longer, try to get some length because the last thing he wants to do is use Stanek is use, you know, maybe, maybe you only, like you said, Urquidy only use him for three innings. So now you can bring him back if you need to, you know what I mean? Like, he's still managing to win the series, not to win one game. And I think that was really lost on a lot of people. Everybody was so upset. Like you have to manage to win every game. And it's like, you could, but, but you, but you, you lose your advantage by going, okay, I'll give you this one. I'm going to save all my bullets and live to fight another day. That's what the Phillies did. They unloaded to win game one. Yeah. They went but, all out because their goal was to win one game. And that's what they did. And I'm just saying like, we, criticized dusty fans criticized dusty for what he did but you had a hall of famer say that was the right choice and there was no reason for him to say that so believe in dusty believe that he knows what he's talking about but i'm a fan and i'm i'm upset i'm already over it now that it's over but it's like it was pretty frustrating but i i got one more tidbit and this is from jason bell He's like a development coach or something with the Astros. He put he put a picture of the lineup and he and he put this stat out. And I find it amazing. Because they're in the World Series. They're in the World Series. And this stat is amazing. Ready for it? I'm ready. So you got the nine offensive guys and the pitcher makes 10 starters, right? Nine out of 10 of those starters have never worn another uniform except the Astros uniform. Is that crazy? It's a testament to how how strong their 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 development, their their upper management, all of that. You know what I mean? Like and that's that's what really separates the Astros from a lot of other clubs. The Phillies are like the second highest payroll in baseball. I don't think yeah. that's talked about enough. They went out and they bought higher gun after higher gun after higher gun much like the Dodgers, much like the Yankees, much like even the Braves right now. They're, the Braves are kind of signing their homegrown talent, so I don't want to put the Braves in that. But, I mean, you know what I mean? The Red Sox, those kind of guys, they're out there spending a fortune. The Astros have been doing it, like, economically. Like, okay, we will pay people, but we're not just going to go 
throw money at guys off the street. We're going to develop our guys and then try to resign them, which I think is great. I think JV is the only one, right? That's going to go in from another team. And uh, I think it's nuts. I think it's pretty awesome. And that's why we're good. You get people get mad. The Astros, they got to be cheating. No, look at it. There's a, there's a t- nine out of 10 guys never wore another uniform. And that is a very amazing stat. And you know who was going off on the Astro fans on Twitter? Evan Gaddis. Love it. El Oso Blanco. He said there were only 14 of you there in 2015. He's so right. He's so right. Because they could have never lived it. I was there. Here's what I did. Look, I don't know if you saw it. it. This is his bobblehead from 2015. (laughs) If you have YouTube, maybe someday I'll post these videos because I haven't Mm -hmm. done it forever. Bob, like, I was there. It was actually fun to go to the games when they were bad because the seats were cheaper. It was less crowded. Everything everything was better as far as cheap. And it was less stress. It's like, okay, I'm going to go for the weekend. Maybe they win one. Hopefully they just win one and lose one. And now our mentality is we want to win everything or we're just, we're upset. Spoiled rotten. Spoiled, Spoiled rotten. They cannot, they, they, the, the level of, there, there's no other team that I can think of at the moment that hasn't lost two games in the postseason. Even the Phillies have lost two games in the postseason. We're dynasty. But, but but we're over here, you know, criticizing these Astros for having a bad night. I hope nobody criticizes me the same way because I'm guaranteed to have a bad night. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I Obviously, their, 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 their standards are so high, right? Their level of excellence is amazing. But it's sometimes you got to step back and go, all right, man, they just had a bad night. We'll chalk it up to that. Come back tomorrow. There's what? 30 other teams or 28 other teams, whatever, that would love to be down 2-1 right now with a, with a two-headed monster waiting to go and then yeah. arguably uh, an- another elite-level talent pitcher ready to go and, like, ready to do the thing. I worry if I have a worry at all right now, it's like you said. All the hits tonight came from the bottom of the lineup. I I, I did not expect that. I did not expect Rangers Suarez to, to lock up Bregman, to lock up uh, you know, Tuck, you know, Altuve, I feel like he's getting closer. I felt like him against the lefty would have been an advantage. It wasn't, you know, mm. that first hit, it looked like it might've snuck in there, but that's, that's the thing that, that worries me. If anything worries me at all, I think pitching wise, they're still in a great spot. You know, my wife pointed out is that they had the rain delay in New York and McCullers pitched bad. Then they had the postponement. And she said, you know what? Anytime it rains, they play bad. I saw that on Twitter too. And <laughs> I think it's interesting because baseball players are such creatures of habit to mess with their their mojo, to mess with their rituals, to mess with their day. I bet you it throws them off a lot. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to add about these this game tonight? But I, I'm telling you this. like My tweets are like FK. And you know what that means. And mine's like, I'm so frustrated. And, you know, at the beginning, it was like, all right, a clean inning. And then it was like, okay, it's two to zero. We, we're still okay. Oh, I, just, I just quit tweeting good things. because nothing else good happen. I tweeted there was a good bat at bat by AB. But what I was going to say to you is you can tell by people's tweets if they were there or not in 2015. Oh, absolutely. If you're throwing the towel in right now, you weren't around. Nope. 
<laughs> we're I mean, we're even if we don't win the World Series, there's nothing to hang your head about. No. The the goal is to get there and then have a seat at the table with a chance to win it all. On paper, I I, I believe that a lot of teams are gonna go, man, the show should have got this done. 2019, the show should have got that done, you know. But I mean they're like I the Braves. The Braves went like 13 years in a row or something, and they exactly. won one World Series. But now would they say they're still a dynasty? Now, do you think they would go back and say, you know what? I would have traded all 13 for one more World Series. Maybe. But I guarantee you they weren't sitting there going, man, if I didn't win it, I didn't even want to go. No. No. Absolutely. I'm still trying to get to a World Series. I'm enjoying being an Astros fan. It's a lot of fun now. You know, I didn't talk about, did I talk about JV stats? Yeah, I did. Okay. So let me put that paper away. Are you ready for fair or foul, buddy? I am ready. All right, we will do fair or foul right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code program all right we're back so number one i think i've already mentioned this but we can touch on a little more if there's something we left out the rain delay the postponement the game moved another day helped the phillies fair 100 fair yeah me too uh and and the difference really is is the fact that ranger suarez who's arguably their third best pitcher had a chance to go tonight as opposed to tomorrow. And you were able to move your bullpen day, which was going to be Noah Syndergaard and whoever from game three to game five. So to be able to get Suarez and then Nola back, huge, huge, I think boon to them because who knows what the series would be like if everything had to slide down a day. So, I mean, it probably also gave them time to kind of wash the taste out out of game two out of their mouth. Because True. I'm sure I'm sure the flight home was not good. I'm sure the mentals was like, man, you know, here come the Astros. They're back in this thing. And who knows how that game starts out if it starts out the very next day. That's how I feel. You have the rain delay and it kind of 
kind of kills the momentum for the Astros a little bit. They had the momentum. It, it doesn't kill it, but the momentum momentum's not as momentous, if that's a word. And then also, like you said, we, we had an advantage over them in game three with McCullers against their bullpen. We had an advantage. I don't know if it would have worked out based on what McCullers did tonight, but it did help them. There's people, even Astros, like people on Twitter that are Astros experts, the beat writers, some of the beat writers, like, get out of here. It doesn't help them. If, you, if that's what you think, you're crazy. But it's like, if you rearranged who was going to pitch, if your bullpen goes from game three to game five and you're one of your top two starters, goes from game five to game four, how does that not give you the advantage? But you know what? I forgot to mention this. But the it, when it's one-to-one, -one, whoever wins game three wins 65% of the time. I don't care. I wonder what the <laughs> – I wonder what it's going to be when we win next time. But it's 65%. That's not super high. But so, we both agree. We both agree that it did help them. So the last time the Astros lost game three – they were playing the Boston Red Sox and they won in six games. Well, there you go. Was it one to one though? It was. Oh, okay. So they were down two to one. Correct. I, I mean, I don't, I have faith in us. I really do because we're good. But the, the, the key, let me see if it has it on here. Okay. The key to me is JV not having two bad games because JV could go in there. And just destroy those guys for seven innings. There you go. All right. I already mentioned this too. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why we talk about all the fair fouls already, <laughs> but do you do you think the one day because pitchers are creatures of habit, right? But do you think the post moment hurt Lance McCullers? Or the fact that he's scared to throw fastballs? <laughs> I mean, that's a tough question because it definitely hurt him in New York. Right. But I, but I feel like this game, I think. I it felt like Lance, I felt like he was just amped up. You know what I mean? Like his, his velocity looked good. Like, like everything looked good. I think, I think one, and this is just my opinion. I think it's very interesting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the uh, umpire calls. Like, you know, like, cause I don't know if you noticed, but like Fox really made the, box for the strike zone really difficult to game see two the guy got a hundred right 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 i guarantee you this guy doesn't get a hundred i guarantee mm, you no. i was i was i went out of my way to try to watch that right and i'm just like man he's really i really felt like he was squeezing lance so on top of everything else on top of having a hard time throwing to lefties now you're having a really really tight strike zone you know and and, and then like on the other side i felt like suarez got a big strike zone like some of those strikes were just so bad so I think he is a creature of habit. I remember hearing something about he used to want taking a movie before every start. So I imagine the extra day probably had something to do with it. So I'm going to say fair to that, but um, we'll never know. Yeah. I think it might have because I think you're, you're gearing up the night before, like I'm, I'm ready tomorrow. You do all your rituals and then you go to the park. You're like, yeah, you're not pitching today. And then you got to like start it all over. He hasn't, he hasn't, you know, he's not amped up and ready to go like he would be. I don't know. I, I'm sure he was out there doing his pre-day things because it got canceled late in the day. So I think it hurt him. I'm not going to lie. I, I do think it hurt him. 
But now I'm more on the side that not, not, you know, having a fastball, not pitching a fastball to lefties hurt more, but that's a new thing that I learned. But I, I, I let me mention this to you. Um, we had Dale Scott and I say we, cause it's you and me, but you, you weren't on, but he's a my, major league baseball umpire for like almost 30 years called 4,000 games almost like he's the, he's behind Joe West. And talking about them, the conspiracy theories and Framer Valdez. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the last one, did I? Oh, I don't know. Okay. So I messaged him and I said, what are the chances that Framber is doing something, putting something illegal on his hands and wiping it off or doing whatever people are thinking he's doing? What are the chances they don't catch that, that those umpires don't catch it? And he goes, very slim. He, there's his very slim chance that he could do what they say that they're saying he is and get away with it. So I just thought I'd throw that out. I, I've never understood now that they have that in place, how people can question whether or not somebody's got something on them now. Cause they question just, how they check them. Oh, look at him. He's not even checking. Them. You, you know, like, like I know it's gotta be awkward, but I feel like they're watching some of these pitches come in. You, you kind of feel like they would know if, well, wait, 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 wait a minute that's something like way more, you know, serious looking. If he than... was cheating in game two, why didn't McCullers cheat? Right? Like, why, why didn't we cheat today? If we're cheaters, <laughs> why didn't we cheat today? Why do we just take an ass kicking and decide not to cheat today? It doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't yeah. make sense at all. Just to pick and choose games. You're going to cheat. Oh, it's, I, it's, it's stupid I'm for firmly, people to believe that. I firmly believe that it won't be discussed again. Until they win again, and then they'll yeah. be cheaters again. Oh, yeah. We're not cheaters when we lose. Yeah. All right, number three, you are worried about the Astros' offense. Fair. I am. And it's only because the guys that you really need to produce are not producing. You know, Jordan's been MIA for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he with Altuve. Us. Exactly. He carried us in Seattle, and he's not doing anything. And with Altuve kind of, eh. You know, uh, I feel like you need him, especially if they're not really going to pitch to Breggs. I mean, you know, I feel like they're careful, more careful with him in watching some of his bats. I feel like he's expanding a little bit, which is unlike him. But I think it has a lot to do with looking at the scoreboard going, crap, I got to make something happen. You know, uh, Tuck, Tuck has been kind of, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to ever dog him because obviously game one was all him, right? Oh yeah, but but it was since then kind of quiet, you know. So, this was his day. Yeah, him and Alvarez hit very well against left-handers, and they did nothing. Yeah. So, I think that I think that the more they get to see these guys, the better they'll be. So that that bodes well. Like, I don't think Nola's gonna go out there and just shut down the Astros when he couldn't do it before. And now they get to see him, you know, for a second time in four days, five days, whatever. So. They've scored five runs off their best two pitchers, and they don't score anything off a guy named Ranger Suarez. <laughs> That's what's nuts. Yeah. You play down in the competition. I don't know. I just think, I just think Philadelphia was destined to win that first home game in twenty something years. Just let it go. We'll win. We're still fine. We got better pitchers. Uh, so, number four, this series. We'll go seven games. I'm going to say foul. I think six is still a good number. Still. 
I think six is still a good number. I, I thought six going in. I felt like we have uh, to win three in a row. I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, the way it lines up, I really don't want to see game seven. So if, in my mind, the perfect scenario for the Astros is for the next three guys. Game seven would be an absolute, you know what show. Like, there's no way to say who you would can't, start. You cannot start Lance McCullers Jr. in game seven. You can't do it. I can't do it. You can't do it. Dusty Baker can most certainly do it. And he would get scrutinized to no end. <laughs> I don't know why he would do it. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like you said, there's one, you know, we're managing a seven-game series, not a one-game series. If it was a one-game series, if they needed one one win and it was the last game of the series, he probably would have started Javier. Mm-hmm. But it's not a one-game series, it's a seven-game. All right, number five, fair or foul. Did you see JV giving the Phillies fan the bird? And it was because they threw something at the bus and broke the window, I believe. So fair or foul, him giving the bird. So or is I, the window already broke? I've heard so two different stories. I've heard two different stories too. And I'm more inclined to believe that somebody broke the window. JV said it was just a back and forth with a fan. It was all in jest and it was all good. I wonder what would start that. Obviously, you know, I'm sure the Philly fans were rowdy. But why on earth would you bring a bus with a broken window in it? You know what I mean? So, like, I almost feel like it had to have been broken at some point. Because even, I think Presley, if you watch the video, Presley comes out and he looks at it and he's just like, you know, almost to, like, marvel at what happened. I think someone broke it. Uh? Yeah. Why would why would you pick up the Astros in a World Series game? <laughs> because it's the other team, right? Picking them up. Why yeah. would you pick them up in a, in, a, in a bus with a broken window? And why would JV sit there? Why would you pick... Out of every seat in the bus, the one with the no tent on the window because it's broken. Yeah. So I think that I, I think they said that some the Philly fan when they went through they they threw something at the window and it broke it and that's why I flipped them the bird. But what do you think about them doing that? I think it's fair. I I, I if I got people throwing stuff at me, I would be almost certainly saluting them back. Yeah. So even if he's a you know. Doing it because they did do it. They did throw something at the bus. Or even if he just did it, bantering back and forth. Either way, I I think it's fair. I don't think anybody got offended by it. I haven't seen anybody that was, you know, hurt feelings or anything. So I think it's fair, too. And it's time for your final words, Tom. Not of all time, just on this episode. <laughs> oh, final thoughts, not final words. My bad. <laughs> That's final why it's kind of so different. Thoughts. Your final words. <laughs> I'll give you your final rights, Tom. I, I like it. Like I said earlier, you know, if you've been in these battles, if you've been in these wars, if you've been riding with this team as long as we have, then this is not new. Down to two one is not new. So I, I, Lean on some of that experience. Act like we've been here before, okay? You still got all the things lined up. I mean, it'd be different if if you told me I wasn't going to have Christian Javier tomorrow. It'd be different if you told me I'm not going to have Justin Verlander behind it. It'd be different if you told me I'm not going to have Graham Bravado's behind him. Like, like all of those things still say, okay, wait, 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 wait. Who are they running out? None of those guys, in my mind, are better than, you know what I mean? I guarantee you 
Vegas is going to have the Astros favored tomorrow, and rightfully so. You know what I mean? They're probably going to be favored the rest of the series. So that's what you got to lean on. You got to lean on that this team has been there four times in the last six six years, and 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 have already done it once. So if you can lean on that, some of these tweets won't sound so hostile. Yeah. So you got Javier, we all trust. JV, we all trust him. He's never won a World Series game, so he's going to have to either keep us in he's it. He's due. He's either. <laughs> he, that's not a real thing, dude. <laughs> so he, he could keep us in it. I mean, there's been some games he just had no decisions. You know, but, you know, someone put a stat up, you know, like JV's pitched in three decades, World Series in three decades. And I wanted to comment, yeah, but he's never won a game. But uh, I expect good things out of JV. Because like you said, two bad games in a row ain't going to happen. And then you look at that. If we can win these two games, we've got Framber coming up. I do think we have a chance for six. But I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. Game seven in Houston, which they moved my game to Sunday now. Luckily, I'm on night shift or I would have to sell those bad boys. But I'm pretty excited about either way. We win in six or seven. I'll be happy. But anyway, we are running out of time. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And we'll see you tomorrow to talk about game four and hopefully a win. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.